This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. Hey, what day is it? Uh, to my knowledge, Wednesday. Well, we're happier than a camel on Wednesday, baby. Jake Bakoven. Coach told me when we're in Rome, we do as Romans. And when we're in Italy, we do as Italians. So, Italians, they eat pizza after the games. Tom and Buck starts now. Welcome in. Hour number three of Tom and Buck. Tom Stevens here. Jake Bachhoven there. And Jake's wife is having a birthday today. Maria. Yeah, happy birthday to my beautiful wife if she's listening. She usually is. Uh, she is? Yeah, she usually listens. My wife sometimes listens as well. Yeah. The two, of our, two of our biggest fans. I'm always surprised. <laughs> like, didn't you have anything going on? What do you listen to this thing for? Don't you have to listen to me most? <laughs> Don't you want to break from me? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they. she actually likes our show. She yeah. likes you. Um, Nebraska basketball, there's uh, some excitement, obviously, because it was a top 15 recruiting class and because of the talent on their roster. And then we saw it um, Sunday against Colorado, 82-57. And they were knocking down threes. They were spacing the floor. And then, you know, the rebounding wasn't very good. And it feels like that's going to be a problem for this team, you know, that you don't just necessarily solve right away. Uh, Maybe they'll fix it to some degree. They'll just get better and tougher. Um, But it's interesting that they they at least know, I think, and and Hoiberg said this, their rotations are becoming more clear with, uh, the first game against Peru State, the first exhibition, and then the second one against Colorado. It's obvious to me that Alonzo Verge is your best player and that you've got a point guard that can get to the rim. I think there'll be times when he, he aggravates us, uh, that Alonzo does things that will drive you a little crazy. Um, but he's also a guy that can end a scoring drought pretty quickly and get to the hole uh, very quickly. And he does every, a lot of things well. I think he had... 10 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. Like yeah. He fills up the stat column in a lot of different areas. So you've got, I think, a point guard. And then you've got Trey, who will be the 2, uh, but also can play the 1 uh, when Alonzo's out. I think he's your second point guard. Bryce is a little bit of a mystery to me. Bryce McGowan's. He had a nice game, and he hit a couple, uh, at least a better game in his second game. And yeah. he knocked down a couple threes at the end. He had 15 points. He was the leading scorer. He's a guy that I think is not going to be this sexy five-star that we thought, uh, at least initially, 
But he is a guy that seems to do everything. He's a good defender. He's a decent rebounder. He can shoot the ball. He can get to the rim. Um, he's a he's just a versatile type of player. I don't I don't think he's the best player, even though he has the highest profile. I don't think he's the best player. I think that goes to Alonzo Verge. Uh, and then you've got Latmeon at the four, and you've got Derek Walker at the five. Uh, I feel comfortable with that starting five, and I think it's the best defensive starting five. Off the bench, C.J. Wilcher, uh, I think, is going to play a lot and knock down threes. Then you've got Casey, who's going to be almost impossible to keep off the floor. Wilhelm Bradenbach, and then Keon Edwards is is your ninth guy. Uh, do you feel comfortable with that nine? Yeah, I mean, and again, this is just from the little that we've seen. Um, it it looks comfortable, you know. Th- that's that's a group that I think that yeah. um, you know gives you a lot of versatility. Doesn't quite, you know, you have some other pieces on the bench that you could uh, really go back in. You know, you're leaving guys out of this list like a Kobe Webster, who's very, you know, has got a lot of experience and and, yeah. and could be a ball handler for you. You're leaving a guy like Edward or Andre, who's just his length and size alone. You're kind of leaving out of that rotation, and then Trevor Lake. So I mean, you you've got. Three Three guys that even out of this rotation, you can reach in and say, if we need length, if we need experience, if we need ball handling, if we need shooting, you can go beyond that. But as far as the, the best players that are ready-made right now to roll or, you know, even have those talents, because I could I could even argue, and we'll have to see more of Casey, um, but I could argue that Kobe Webster is a better overall player than Casey Tominaga right now. Um, you could. But he's not a better shooter. Yeah, he's not, so he doesn't have the specialty role that they're looking for, specifically shooting off the bench to Casey Tominaga. And like and I said, and you might be um, you might be arguing the point, I don't know if he is for sure. We haven't seen enough of Casey um, to make that argument, really. I think Casey has a chance to be an elite shooter. Oh, all yeah. the guy, all the guys on this team say that he's the best shooter they've ever seen. I mean, you don't get you know the Japanese Kobe just handed to you. I mean, it, I mean maybe he does because it, there's a marketing PR firm behind him, and that's going to be interesting to watch as well this this year. The Japanese media, um, but Hoiberg said this week on his radio show, I want him to be the first one we look for every time down on a fast break, like because he's going to spot up you know, on the panhandle and knock stuff down at times. He's already done it. He was he had a nice shooting game uh, against Colorado. He was three of five, had eight points, but he didn't force anything. And what I really liked is when they came out on him, he put it on the floor and got to the hole. One time he made a layup. The other time he made a nice assist. Uh, he's more than just a shooter. I, I think you're going to find that to be the case. He's a knows-how-to-play guy. I think he's a liability a little bit defensively. Yeah. I think not not for a lack of effort. No, it's but he 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 hustles. Oh yeah. And it's not for a lack of trying. It's just that he's not the biggest dude, but he'll try really hard. And offensively, he's more than just a shooter. I, I he when you play 3 on 3 at the elite level that he was in the Olympics. Um he he knows that guys want to close out on him and he takes advantage of that sometimes. He's going to be able to get to the rim and if not, you know, finish at the rim, assist to a, a guy like Derek Walker. I I I'm excited about him. Uh, and I don't know that you'll always be able to keep him off the bench. So they've got a nine. I, I wonder about Keon Edwards. I think he's the best athlete maybe on this team. If you were to have a dunk contest, he'd probably win it. Wilhelm Bradenbach, you can't keep him off the floor. I mean, he's so no. versatile. He's a better three-point shooter than I thought he was going to be. But after that nine, the one guy that I think they're going to have to play at some point is Eduardo Andre, uh, if you're going to be successful in this conference. He's... Fundamentally, he's behind some of the other guys. Uh, he, but he can defend. He can rebound. I wouldn't have him do a lot offensively. I'd have him rebound and try to dunk 
um, you know, or, and maybe just get him the ball around the basket. That's not really what Nebraska is with the five out philosophy. He's yeah. going to have to learn to handle the ball at a higher level. But in this league, I think he's going to have to be a factor somehow, some way. Well, and I think he will eventually. I mean, just because, like you said, it's it's the league you're in. It's the Big Ten. It's Kofi Coburn is the All American center. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hunter Dickinson's probably an All American point forward. I mean, these are the first or yeah. second team um, are point or power forward. So you you've got those type of players, kind of old school back to the basket bigs um, that you're going to need to have defended. And Derek yeah. Walker can do it, but he's kind of underside. He's going to need a break, uh, and you're going to need to put probably Eduardo Andre out there. He looked really good against Peru State, which is to be expected, yeah. and it was against their second unit, yeah. but he dominated. So I, I, I'd give him yeah. credit is that he not only, I mean, he, he took advantage of that mismatch. Yeah. Against Colorado, he looked like he wasn't, um, you know, I don't know what it is. Sometimes it could just be yeah. something that happened that day or whatever, yeah. but he he just didn't look very good against Colorado. So, um, you know, he's still a development piece, um, and if that development is good enough throughout the season, he'll definitely get yeah. in the, into the rotation. Um, it just kind of depends on, on where he's at, at, you know, on that development stage. And then, you know, certainly you'll put him out there, and, and you know, when they, they get blowouts or, yeah. you know, he'll be fun to watch and, and to follow along as, as he as he comes in because he's just your eyes are drawn to him he's a big body he's athletic he looks good he looks like he's got a future uh he just kind of needs to grow into it a little bit i think with this roster you're just going to play the hot hand sometimes sometimes uh if k says hitting you leave him in if cj's hitting you leave him in if the lat's playing well uh i had a few texts uh, with some buddies that said lat didn't play well and he didn't play great offensively but i was sitting next to uh, dp the entire time and he said lat actually played really well defensively uh, his defense is better, uh, but he does. He seemed to step slow against Colorado, like hesitant to take a shot, hesitant to you know put the ball on the floor, just a, a step slow. Um, which I'm hoping I think will I don't cover know up. if he shouldn't be hesitant to put the ball on the floor. I think that he should be a spot up shooter, yeah. and that should be especially because sometimes he tries that other stuff. And you know, you, I'm not talking about without the ball. You certainly could do back cuts and all that stuff. And his length is always going to be valuable on the defensive end and and even in rebounding. But, um, you know, at his career so far, I've seen him better not trying to be a ball handler, not trying to be a playmaker, more of just the spot-up shooter. He he does seem like sometimes he's thinking too much. Uh, But I think there's definitely a space for him, and you need his size on this roster. And that's the biggest fear I have, is that you just don't have uh, that guy who has a Big Ten body yet. I mean, you just don't. Even Eduardo just doesn't quite have that yet. He's like 238. There's some beasts in this league. Kofi Coburn is the player of the year. Oh, yeah. Probably could have gone to the NBA. Definitely could have, but he's seven feet tall. He's 250, 260 plus. Uh, I don't know that Nebraska has anybody that can guard they're not, like they're, no, not they're not alone. They're not alone. They're not alone. But there, there are quite a few teams in this league that have some big, big bodies. Oh, yeah. And Oleg Koyanets is not there yet. He's a seven-footer, no. uh, but he doesn't have a seven-footer body yet. So it'll be interesting to see who breaks in to this uh, list because I, I think there are some guys with potential. I've said it before. If you, if you don't come ready to play every single day in practice, somebody's going to take your spot. Uh, in that top nine, or at least you, maybe you fall back to the eighth spot if you're a starter, or seventh spot if you're a starter. Car- this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Ron Edwards, or Karan McPherson, I think is, is a good player. Uh, I don't know how much time he's going to get this year. Trevor Lakes was one of the best shooters in the in the preseason. Um, when I went to practice a couple of times, he could really shoot it. Uh, but right now he's not carving out much playing time. So I wonder if that changes, that type of stuff changes. Yeah, I think it will change. It'll be a battle all season long. You know, guys are going to go through the ups and downs. Typically you see, you know, freshmen kind of hit their freshman wall at times. So um, that might open up the door for some of these other guys. I hope Kobe Webster starts (laughs) and not just gets playing time, starts against Western Illinois, his former team. I always kind of like the storyline within those games sometimes, and you expect to win that one. So He had a back problem in the the game. Yeah, he uh, set out against Colorado. Against Colorado, he had a a back issue. You. So uh, that led to more playing time for, you know, guys like Casey or you know, C.J. Edwards. And uh, he's been buried or C.J. Wiltshire, I should say. It, he's been buried a little bit uh, on that depth chart. He right does now. not does not seem to be in the rotation, um, which is fine. Again, I mean, you see him on the on the bench and uh, and kind of like cheerleading yeah. and, and, and getting the team yeah. going. And, you know, and, and that's all that's good. But I know he's, he's a competitor. He wants to you, you eventually is going to want to get in there and he's going to he's probably going to get a shot because that's a guy yeah. that could heat up at times, especially late in the yeah. season last year, um, where he would just carry you in, in some games if he could get going. Yeah. He'd have other games where he's not yeah. hitting. And then, you know, you look at your other options there, but mm. certainly again, an, a weapon that deep on their bench, most teams are not going to have. The one thing that I think Hoiberg says over and over, and I think sometimes it frustrates him and it did frustrate him the first two years as a coach at Nebraska, make the simple play. He's, he says it over and over when Nebraska makes the simple play, they're so much better uh, because they have the natural spacing. Now with the shooters, if you got a shooter in the corner, just give it to him. Don't overthink it. And sometimes you see that a little bit from Alonzo trying to make, the great play instead of just making the simple play. I think you saw that a little bit from Trey McGowan's. You certainly saw it from Teddy Allen last year. Uh, but I think the the more they can limit that uh, and just give it to the shooter that's open and let him shoot. Trust your teammate. I don't think Nebraska's always done that. Now they'll be able to do it because they know they can make it. Well, and it's kind of fun to watch Trey McGowan's and Bryce McGowan's out there because there was a fast break in particular that I that I think of with Kasey Tamanaga. Yeah wide open. And whenever you have K-State yeah. Tamanaga wide open, get him the ball immediately. Yeah. Um, that's your best shot to get the most points in that possession, regardless of how else anything can play yeah. out. That's what you want to get to. But instead, yeah. uh, you know, Trey throws a, an alley-oop to his yeah. brother, which yeah. didn't have a chance of, of being converted. Hoiberg wasn't happy. There's that. a few times, and yeah. that's the second time that I've seen an alley-oop thrown to, to Bryce that probably more, I guess the the most likely result there is Bryce getting hurt yeah. uh, because there's just not an opportunity. I mean, he could throw it down, and if he does, it'll be a top 10 play, but you don't want to put him in positions like that, particularly right. in exhibition games, and I don't want to see him do that throughout his career. I know he's got the athleticism to do it, but he's an important right. piece. You want to keep him healthy, not high-risk right. maneuvers like that. I know they want to get the, the big you right. know the big moment, but they got to hold off on those. They, you yeah. just can't throw it up to him when he's near the bucket that, every time. That was frustrating because he didn't have to do that. No, um, uh, on that particular play. I, I wonder how much, and I was hoping that they would do that a little more, experiment with lineups uh, in the preseason against Peru where you're obviously going to win big, or you know Colorado when you had the big lead, uh, to maybe see what you could do with a bigger lineup, like have Walker in there with Wilhelm, which I didn't see yeah. in the first two games, Wilhelm, Bradenbach, and maybe even Lat. Or you could go really big if you wanted to, or big for Nebraska, not big for a lot of teams. I wonder once they get into... 
to the league play, or there's better teams, you know, teams like Creighton, whether they'll, you know, kind of experiment more with lineups. Wilhelm's a guy that feels like he could play three different positions. Uh, like you could put him in there with with uh, Walker all the time and have it be successful. They just didn't do it in the first t- couple of exhibitions. Yeah, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's college basketball, so yeah, yeah, there's exhibition season, but yeah. there's also regular season games um, that are pre- pretty much treated like exhibition games as well. And you know, so it's kind of that learning process and and trying to find out those those different rotations, like you're saying. I think they did a good job of really nailing down, getting the nine that they wanted, kind of figuring out, you know, you know who kind of pairs with who. And right now they have Breidenbach, like you said, kind of subbing for Walker instead of combining those two together. Um, and, you know, I'm sure they've tried out in practice. So maybe that's maybe they're saving it. Maybe it just didn't work out too well. Whatever the case may be, I'm sure we'll see it before um, before conference play, to be honest. Here's Frederick Frank's tall lineup. He'd go Andre 6'11 at center, go Walker, Walker 6'9 at forward, then you go Braden Box 6'11 at forward. You go Lat Mayon 6'9 at guard. Uh, Bryce McGowan's uh, 6'7 and uh, Keon Edwards 6'7. That, that's your tall line. That'd oh, be that's tall. six guys. That's uh, really tall. <laughs> they're all 6'7 or beyond. I don't know who handles, who handles the ball in that lineup. I'm not sure who uh, would do that. Maybe Bryce. Bryce could uh, actually do that to some degree. That's uh, that, that, you know, that does express how much bigger they are, at least taller. I don't know that they're bigger, but they are taller. Oh, they have length, year. yeah. Yeah, they definitely have length, and I think it'll help them mostly on the defensive end guarding. Oh, yeah. Uh, because they're quick enough, they can get out, closing on, out on those closing threes. out on shooters. Uh, Nebraska could frustrate some teams defensively uh, this year. I, I do think they're going to struggle with rebounding, though. Rebounding is just going to be something that you're just going to have to live with the being a problem. I, do, I think it's funny, too, because everybody's – Maybe you got burnt by last year where, you know, you had a little bit more hype and thoughts that, that guys could do well. And obviously, Bant went on to be an NBA player. So, you know, he kind of kind of whispered those words that he's an NBA prospect yeah. and all that. And everybody said, yeah, but why are they still picked 13th? Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And then they go out there and get 13th. So I think there's a little bit of a hesitancy to to really buy in on this yeah. team. But I, I maybe I'm a sucker. Maybe I'm just a Nebraska basketball fan, but I'm yeah. getting pretty excited. I am too, and I'm, I'm scared. I wish I wouldn't get this excited this quickly. <laughs> Uh, but there'll be plenty of time to panic. And, you don't have and be to angry. do much to yeah. be the best. Yeah. Like I always make fun of the, the yeah. even the, what we call the tournament team because all we have to say is the tournament team, and yeah. you know exactly what team I'm talking <laughs> about right. because there's only been one team yeah. since the new millennium yeah, to right. make it to the tournament. That's right. And they were an 11 seed. It's not like they were even that great of a team. Yeah, that, that was a fun Baylor game, though, wasn't it? <laughs> that was great. Uh, getting blown out by 20, and you had Tim Miles getting kicked out of the oh, game. Oh yeah. Oh, those are the days. That was good stuff. Um. Speaking of college basketball, Oklahoma State has lost their appeal. Uh, they are banned from playing in the postseason this season. Um, this is the first postseason ban handed down by the NCAA in relation to the 2017 FBI investigation into bribery and fraud in college basketball. And you knew they would do this, the NCAA. Yeah, we could pick on Duke. Eh, Kansas, probably not. How about Oklahoma State? Might as well. Let's go after Oklahoma State. Nobody cares anyway. Creighton better watch out. They're, they're kind of in that group. That's right. Creighton would be in that category where you might want to take somebody down like Creighton. Yeah. Uh, but um, it, it makes sense. If you would have given me the list of names, and I remember Oklahoma State being involved in this, I would have predicted that they're not going to go after Kansas or Duke for sure. 
But Oklahoma State seems right. That's right in your wheelhouse if you're the NCAA. And, of course, you know, speaking of the wheelhouse, four years later is where it's yeah. also in the wheelhouse, the NCAA. Yeah. Wait till now. And so kids from, you know, whatever happened in 2015 uh, is now altering what kids are doing yeah. in 2022. Good yep. job, NCAA. You got them. Yep. I wouldn't you be did su- it. It would be fun if Creighton got hit as well. They were one of the teams. <laughs> it would be great. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Creighton on probation, but that probably is too much to ask for. Uh, that would be too much to ask for because Creighton probably will, will escape. Do you think Creighton will be good this year? Not Creighton good. I think they'll be okay. No. I think they'll be a middling no. Big East team. Lose all five starters. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll be similar to Nebraska, right? I, I think that if if you're getting 15, 16 wins out of Creighton. Now, Nebraska plays in a better league than the Big East, I think. Yeah. Uh, this year in particular. The Big East has been good. Uh, but I'd settle for Creighton good at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, yeah. Anything really is just make the tournament. And I've and I've t- I've heard. I know that NIT would be progress, but I'm not getting excited about an NIT. I'm sorry. Uh, Nebraska has as yeah. as much as you know. We have that banner in the in Pinnacle Bank Arena of all the NIT yeah. appearances. Another another year of that yeah. doesn't quite do it for me. It does show progress, yeah. and I'm I'm kind of lying to you. If yeah. the NIT happens, I'll definitely watch the game and oh, hope Nebraska wins the NIT and all that. But man, let's get baby. to yeah. But it's it's time you know suffered long enough. Let's yeah. get another tournament. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of Husker fans are right there with you. Eric says uh, win against Western Illinois, and Tom will be shouting Sweet Sixteen. Uh, I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a Sweet 16 team. <laughs> <laughs> In the NIT, maybe. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I think it's a team that can get close. I mean, just get to the 10th. or That's what would they pick, 10th, 11th? In yeah, the league? I think so. It, 10th might get you in the tournament. I mean, that's how close they are. Just get us to the bubble at this point. And I, I think that could happen. Well, and, you know... It's different than the, the football team where you're tired of these close losses and stuff like that. They're going to be able to push. I mean, they're going to play a lot of really good teams. Yeah. They're going to be able to push a few of them, get a few big upsets, you know, get those wins. And I, and I think they will. Be, they have the talent to get over the top yeah. against some of those teams on a given night. So I think that there's, you know, there's enough there that you can get a pretty good resume. Even if you're finishing ninth or 10th, if you have a few signature victories in there, um, you know, that should be good enough to get you in. And then of course the big 10 has their problem of winning games in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Maybe Nebraska can help once they get to their team. Remember Sipple said, I think it was last week that it would be a disservice to Fred Hoiberg not to expect him to be, you know, that's right on the bubble or something like that. Not, not expecting success from Hoiberg is doing a disservice to him. I want to ask him that. I want to ask him about that. Uh, we'll talk about it. Stephen M. Sipple, the Lincoln Journal star, is coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.